0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me today. My guest is a rap musician over with over 10,000 streams on Apple Music and Spotify. Welcome to the show, Rayman. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Angelica. How are you?
0: I am good. So I'm so happy to have a musician on the show because I love to hear your journey and how things started. So tell the listeners about yourself.
1: Um, let's see. I'm, I'm 23 years old. I grew up outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, ever, I mean, ever since I was like little, I've always been into like heavily into music and, you know, always wanted to be like a rock star when I was little, uh, then went on to like country music and then eventually I just settled on, on hip hop, um, Started recording, writing my own stuff in about 2011, so about nine years ago now. Didn't release my first, like, full album until 2017. Um, that's on streaming services, uh, Better Days. But before then, I was releasing a lot of stuff on YouTube, a lot of mixtapes, on just free mixtapes online with my friend. And, you know, went to school in Orlando, Florida, Full Sail University, to learn you know producing engineering stuff like that mixing and i mean it just definitely takes it to another level
0: well first of all it takes a lot to kind of figure out okay am i gonna be in this category am i going to be in this genre and it's it's great that you finally were able to say you know what this is where i belong this is what i'm going to stick with because a lot of people unfortunately they get into a certain category because it's either everyone saying, well, this is what's going to be good for business.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So it was, it's nice to hear that you were able to say, you know what, this is where I want to be. And that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And you know, like I was never really um, a great singer, so mm-hmm. I still keep like some R and B elements in a lot of my music, a lot of introspective kind of stuff. So I just try to find the right balance between everything, you know, Mm-hmm.
0: Now, through this journey, when you first started, you started pretty young. Yeah. And how how did that affect you when it comes to school and stuff? Because I know when it comes to music, you want to put in like 120%, even 2,000% because it's like, I can make it or break it, but your goals and dreams are to make it. And how did you find that
1: balance? Well, um, I started writing like, heavily when i was a freshman in high school so i had just moved out to lancaster i was living with my dad i was in a new school just trying to you know find my place in this new environment and i don't know how it happened but like one day i just like wrote this little rap and then i went and showed my english teacher miss ag um and she was like wow this is really good like you know you know, you've been doing this for a while. I was like, no, I kind of, like, just wrote it, so, and then, like, you know, I'd I'd show people around school. I'd read them to, like, you know, some friends and stuff, and they really liked it, too, and it just kind of, it went from there, but, like, as far as the balance, I was never really great in school. Um, Definitely a case of not applying myself. It's not that I didn't know the things. I just didn't really I wasn't really interested in it because I would have always rather been somewhere else.
0: Mm -hmm. And when your teacher told you like, this is really good, how amazing did you feel? Like, did that give you the extra motivation of wanting to pursue a career in music?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I, um, I filled out like an entire notebook's worth of of little raps, like by the end of that semester. And, um, miss ag she was definitely like really she was really one of the most instrumental people in getting me to start pursuing this because you know i would she's an english teacher too so Mm -hmm. you know i'd write this stuff and i'd take it to her and then she would read it give me feedback and like you know she's into like all the old school hip-hop like most deaf and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. she would always like you know she loved the little puns that i would throw in there and you know i'd (laughs) you know, she'd be reading stuff and like, I'd hear her just like start cracking up and, you know, it was awesome. And she got me to, um, she actually hooked me up with this like poetry reading kind of event that was in Lancaster city. So like I got to read one of my raps in front of like 50 people, Wow. including like the mayor of the city. So that was, um, that was the moment where I realized like, this is really what I want to be doing.
0: Yeah, that's great. And when you got on that stage to read in front of those fifty people, did you ever feel nervous? Cause a oh, lot... I was so
1: nervous. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was nerve wracking because it was all it was all college students. Yeah. So I was like the youngest one there, mm-hmm. and you know, like at that point, I was still very, very new to the art. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I spent like, weeks practicing. I go to Miss AG's room during, like, study halls. And, like, I would just, like, practice reading my raps in front of, like, whoever was in the study hall. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, get used mm-hmm. to doing this in front of a crowd.
0: Yeah, because it takes a lot. And I, I, I don't know how you do it and how all the other musicians out there do it. It's It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm always... Whenever I like, even reading stuff in front of like friends or something, or just playing things for people, I'm always really nervous beforehand because like I always doubt myself. So I'm always thinking like, man, I don't, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if this sounds good enough. Like, but then once you start, once you get into it, it's just kind of you just get in the moment, mm-hmm. and like all your worry, like all my worries, just go away, and I'm able to just you know. it really helps to get a vibe of like the room too. Mm
0: -hmm. It's like
1: if you see a couple people like bobbing their head along, then like you start feeling yourself because you're like, all right, well, this person likes it. Let me get everyone else start liking it too. So then, you know, you just start bringing up your energy and like the nerves just kind of vanish at that point.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. How did you get discovered by somebody with your talents? Was it through something like that? Was it uh, when you did a show or a gig? How did this all start?
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the people that I've performed in front of you know, I've, I've never gotten any negative feedback when, um, you know, after I've performed or something, I haven't really performed a lot, especially lately. I think my last performance I did was in like 2018. So it's been almost a couple of years now, but, um, you know, it, it's really just about getting yourself out there a lot. You know, I'm, Um, I talk with a lot of different music people and, you know, we're always, you know, sending each other mixes and stuff, getting feedback and, you know, talking about projects and stuff, you know, reading each other lyrics, whatever. And it's just, you know, it's all about getting yourself out there. Um, there, there were days where I was just spamming random producers on Twitter, like, Hey, check out my song, you know, check out my new track, you know you know, just that, that's stereotypical, like, yo, check out my SoundCloud. But that's, that's how it happens.
0: And that process alone could be overwhelming in a way where no one's getting back to me. No one's reaching out to me. Does anybody like my music? What am I going to do? I'm pretty sure you went through that phase.
1: Yeah. And, you know, for me, it was like, when I wouldn't hear back from somebody, it it would be like, okay, so either they didn't, they didn't read it or they don't like it and they just don't know how to break it to me because like you know also being um, back in those days you know being like 16 17 years old like you know this this producer doesn't want to just like break my spirit i guess so you know even just not responding that that fills that doubt in your head but like you really just gotta say like okay well if they don't like this then maybe I should improve and I just, you know, keep working at it to get better. Cause you're not going to get better if you just stop, Mm -hmm. you know? So you gotta, you gotta just keep pounding through no matter how hard it may seem or like no matter how much bad feedback you may get, you know, someone says like, Oh, you know, I think you got potential, but I'm just not really feeling this. You say, okay, well, what can I do to be better? And, Mm -hmm. you know, you turn that into getting the advice instead of just saying, okay, well, you're just a hater or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. And what has made you keep going? Because I'm pretty sure after so many non-responses and kind of going back to the drawing table, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? How did you keep yourself motivated? What was your
1: motivation? Uh, It's just, you know, that competitive mindset. Um, Me and my brothers were all, you know, we were, all athletes who played sports so like it's just that drive that makes you want to be that just makes you want to be better um makes you want to prove people wrong Uh, there was a lot of times where, you know, playing sports, I was told I was too small to do this or, you know, I wasn't built enough to do that. And it just made me want to go out there and prove them wrong. So I just try to carry that same mentality into music and say, well, if you don't like this, well, then I'll give you something to like.
0: When you made it and you were discovered, tell me... And explain to me the emotions because it's pretty interesting. Like you've gone through a roller coaster ride like any other artist, any other inventor, entrepreneur, anybody. But what was that feeling? Was it like I'm pretty sure it obviously it was like positive emotion. Did you were you able to celebrate and say, Wow, I finally got into it?
1: Well, I mean, truth be told, I haven't I still haven't even really been like quote discovered yet, you know, like there's a solid amount of streams on, you know, my songs, but you know, it's still a matter of not really being that known. So I'm still working on that, but I, I celebrate everything. You know, I put out a new project and it's just a relief to be able to put that out into the world. Cause I spent a lot of time, put, you know, I put a lot of hard work and I put my heart and soul and everything. So mm-hmm. when you put, when you finally like release that, it's, it just feels almost euphoric like you're like this is out there now and you know if people like it if they don't like it that's to be determined but i know that i gave my best effort in this and no one can tell me that otherwise
0: mhm yeah definitely but even though you you still haven't you know gotten signed by anyone yet but still your streams like over 10,000 on apple music and spotify is a pretty big deal and yeah i'm sure eventually hopefully 2020 is going to be your year where it's just gonna you know like I, I usually say rupture um but it's like the streams on apple music really say a lot um that people are really enjoying your music
1: yeah and you know it, it's not just um it's not just like people here either you know it's mm-hmm. i get streams in like a lot of different countries um all over the world. Like. Get a lot in like there's a lot in Europe like um, a few in the UK some in Denmark Germany um, and it's always crazy you know when I look at these stats and I see like someone in Copenhagen listen to your song or someone from you know so-and-so added this song to their playlist like that's crazy to me to think that like I was able to reach someone halfway across the world like that
0: Yep. And it's like a ripple effect because that person is going to say, wow, you know, you got to listen to this tune. It's, it's lit. And you know, it just gets passed down and passed down and passed down. And that's how you ended up growing through the streaming platforms.
1: Yeah. And a lot of it too, is just keep getting word out. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, my friend and I, one of my friends from school, his name's Ramon. We released a joint project together. It was just a little five song EP And that's like one of my most successful projects that's out there on streaming, just because we did a lot of promo when it first came out, you know, we were making, we were making like promo videos, we were doing lyric videos um, just like spamming these songs all over social media. And it was crazy to see the growth of everything. Like, you know I was checking my stat- the stats on it like every week, like thinking, "Oh man, we got you know we got forty plays this week. oh, this one got like six hundred this month like that's crazy <laughs> and
0: is analytics a big thing f- that keeps you um." competitive because I feel like uh, it does for a lot of people like oh my gosh that one person in in let's say um, like you said in Copenhagen or Germany and it's like oh my gosh I I gotta keep going I gotta keep going
1: yeah it's like I gotta I gotta put out more stuff you know I can't (laughs) let them forget about me I gotta keep my name fresh in their head and I mean that's kind of been a problem with me recently I haven't put out anything in like a year just because I was I've been working on this album for like almost three years now Wow. Three it's, years. Yeah. yeah, and it's gone through so many different changes. Um, <clears throat> you know, because I started after I finished my first album, Better Days, and just the style that I was using at that time, it was still pretty basic, my production mm-hmm. style. So then as I grew and then I started working with Ramon, like it kind of switched up. So then I kind of went on to different, a different kind of energy level and then I started you know I've restarted the album pretty much and then I just hit a I hit a snag with it and I just kind of lost the energy that I was on and it was around November that I started working on it again recently.
0: Now tell us for those who don't know the process of going like writing music getting it out there working with production and how does that come about? Because we we don't hear or see much of it. It's like we see in documentaries where it's just like, oh my god, the recording boom bang, and then it's like, oh, we're gonna put it on a on a disc, and then that's it. It's live, like you know, we don't really see yeah. the behind the scenes and what some artists go through because they make it they make it look like it's easy, but really, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more to it.
1: Well, you know it. There is a lot to it but it can also be really easy if your heart is really in what you're making. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the issue with me was for a little bit was like, I was, I had like a certain type of beat that like, I was like, all right, well I said before that I wanted this on this album. So it has like, I have to get this done. And it almost felt like a chore. Like, okay, this has to get done by this time. And when you do that, everything just sounds rushed and you, you can tell that there's no passion in, you know, everything from the production to the lyrics to the, you know, just how everything sounds. But for me, my process is it always starts with like a beat. I'll start with just like making a drum beat and then, you know, add like the instruments, the synths, the pianos, whatever, the melodies, the bass lines. And then from there, I'll structure it out, you know, get the verses spaced out, the hooks, you know intros, outros, whatever I'm gonna have on there, and then I start writing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, now usually, as I'm making like the drum beat, I'll start having ideas of lyrics in my head, so then that can get a little fuzzy because you know then I'm trying to find like a scent that matches the certain lyrics the you know the certain vibe that I want with the lyrics and it can get it can get dicey but um for the most part it works out pretty well
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then you know after writing it's recording it and then that can be that can be difficult because you have to you have to get yourself into that psyche where you're like ready it's like you know if you're an athlete you know before you go out for the game you gotta you gotta stretch you gotta you know prepare yourself mentally and just get ready you know get yourself pumped up to do it
0: yeah that makes sense you it's like you're like you said you have to go through that mental state of mind to get on that stage or get onto that core or that field and, and do what you you have to do
1: yeah definitely
0: no um, have you oh sorry go ahead no no, you can go i was gonna ask when it comes to songwriting. How many times have you scrapped songs, gone back to it, make changes? Because it can be mentally exhausting when you're trying to write stuff. Or are you that person that's like, you know, I'm just going to write it out. Hey, it sounds great. And then I'll tweak it a little bit. What type of person are you
1: when it comes to that? Uh, I can't even tell you how many notes I have like on my phone or like how many notebooks I have that are just unfinished lyrics because... Either I'll start writing it and I'll think, okay, I got to go do something else, but I'll come back to this later and I never do. Or like I write this thought out and then I try it on something and it just doesn't work and then I just don't go back to it. So it's definitely, there's a lot of scrapped verses, lines, everything that, you know, I keep them because like, I may go back to them, you know, I may go back and tweak them, use them for something else, but like for the moment, it's just not going to work for what I want it to be on so there's there's sometimes where like I can write something and I know right away like okay this is it let's do this you know this is the one we're going with and if I have to make like a couple tweaks here and there I'll go back and do that but like for the most part there's a lot of editing in the process which can slow me down too but it's good to have that that process in there
0: now, are you still doing shows, or are you doing YouTube live videos? What are you doing?
1: uh I have not done a show since June twenty eighteen um just because I got so in the mindset of all right i'm gonna I'm gonna get this album done and then start doing shows again with my new material but then you know, I haven't gotten this album done, so mm-hmm. um the last show I did, it was actually like a competition kind of thing. It was in Philadelphia and, um, it was this thing called the showcase tour. So, um, there was like maybe 50 artists there and I came in third. Oh, wow. So that was, it was pretty cool. And I, you know, I got to do a lot of networking too that day, met a lot of cool people, got some really good feedback on things. And that was really just a great experience and, you know i i definitely should have done it again but i didn't want to be doing the same material mm-hmm. so i was just waiting to get this album done but you know it's it's been a lot longer than i expected it would be
0: mm-hmm. i could imagine how many hours you're putting into this album to make it the one for you to be able to release and How do you balance all that time? Like, because are you dedicating all your time right now to this album?
1: No, it's it's really hard right now. Actually, the past like couple months, I haven't had a lot of time to to work on it as much as I want to because you know I I work full time, so I work like second shift, so four to midnight, and my Mm -hmm. job is like an hour and a half away from where I live. Mm -hmm. So I'm dedicating like eleven hours a day to this job. And I mean, it's good work and it's money that I need to have in my pocket, but it definitely has put a hamper a bit on the creative process because, you know, then my, my days off or like my, my free time, I'm just either sleeping or relaxing or just trying to decompress from the week at work. And then, you know, just haven't been in the creative mind state.
0: Yeah, and, you know, you're working extremely hard. The fact that you have a full-time job and you're working on this album, I hope you make time for yourself.
1: Yeah, I try to. You know, time I spend by myself. I spend a lot of time at home. I don't really go out a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really about that scene, really. Um, But I make time for friends, family, um, you know, just time for myself to relax and just, you know, chill for a bit. Because it's definitely – the work grind definitely takes a lot out of me during the week, especially with the driving. Um, So then, you know, my Saturdays are usually just spent relaxing and just, you know, if I I work on music, I work on it. But, like, it's never, like, I have to get this song done today. Because then it's, like I said, it becomes a chore, and it just becomes not as fun, and it doesn't feel authentic. Mm Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm glad you're really finding that balance because a lot of us tend to just overwork ourselves because we want to get it accomplished but also mentally it affects us in in a huge way when we're not taking that rest.
1: Yeah, and it's tough. It can be really tough. It's draining. <laughs> Especially, you know, dealing with other things in life like relationships, family, you know, the holidays or just a couple months ago. So, dealing with all that added stress and you know, making time for all these other people, you know, it can be, it can be very easy to just wear yourself so thin where you just crash eventually. And Mm -hmm. I, I hit that point at one point and, you know, I just took some time and said like, listen, guys, I'm turning off my phone for the weekend. I'm not doing anything. I'm not, you know, I'm not going out. I'm not hanging out with anybody. I'm just doing whatever by myself this weekend. And it's good to have that time to yourself to kind of just like reflect on where you're at, where you want to be and just kind of reset yourself.
0: Definitely. You need to reset yourself. And through this whole journey that you're on, who is your biggest supporter?
1: Oh man, it's, it, it's gotta be my family. My mom, my dad, my brothers, Brian and TJ. They're always the people that I go to first with anything that I need like advice or you know, when I was in school, I'd, you know, go to them, go to my parents for money or whatever. If I, if I was in a pinch and, you know, I know that like, I can go to them with any problem and they got my back and it's, it's great to have that kind of support system. For sure. But, you know, I have, I have some good friends too, that I can trust with a lot of things, you know, play music for, get good feedback on. I got, I keep, connected with people i went to school with and other artists that i've networked with in the past few years and you know it's always good to have different people for different things you know like i can i send song like when i work on a new song i send it to like my friends my friends back home for like you know more like a common person's feedback on how everything sounds you know because it's not always gonna be the musicians that are buying all my music. You know, for the most part, it's more common people. Mm-hmm. So if it sounds good to them, then you know it's gonna sound good. But then I go to my musician friends get more technical feedback, and I'll I'll send it to Miss Ag too because she'll um you know she always loves reading my lyrics and listening to my lyrics. So I know that if she likes them, then they're good lyrics. <laughs>
0: Mhm. That's great and I'm glad you have a great support system because we sometimes hear from a lot of people when it comes to really anything independent that you're trying to do, uh, anybody is going to do. It's like entrepreneurs go through that problem. Like, you know, I don't have that support system, but you know, you strive through it, especially musicians. Sometimes they don't have that support system, but that's really awesome that your family and friends are there with you through this journey and supporting. Cause it, it feels like it makes it easier, even though the process can be long and, you know exhausting but the support system will always keep you on track and be your biggest cheerleader
1: yeah and it's essential too because it's very easy to lose yourself in the process um you know and me I'm a, I'm a perfectionist i want everything to be perfect so when it doesn't sound right to me it's very easy for me to get down on myself and you know have those doubts but then it's great to have those people that are like listen, take a step back. It sounds great as it is. You know, there comes a point where I, I kind of need someone sometimes to just step in and be like, listen, Jake, like you've done, you've done the best, you know, work that you can on this. And we're not saying that it's not enough, but like, it sounds great as it is. And you're just being too hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you just kind of need that those people to bring you back when you feel like nothing you do is, is enough.
0: Mm hmm. That's so true yep i I completely agree with you on that one definitely agree, so what do you like to do for fun
1: uh other than music um huge sports fan, baseball, basketball, hockey they're like my favorite sports, so I watch a lot of you know Phillies baseball seventy sixers flyers, try to go to as many games as possible um, I love playing basketball too. I used to play baseball. Um, So yeah, sports, music. I uh, I play video games, so I mostly play like sports games. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And just um, just hanging out with people. I love I love being around people. Really, you know, I like having my alone time, but it's also good to just be around other people and just you know have that kind of energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have you traveled a lot lately?
1: Uh, I was just in Atlantic City yesterday. Uh, I was also there a couple weeks ago, but that's really the extent of my travel. Mostly because of work, It just, you know, there's not a lot of time. Mm -hmm. I'll be down in Clearwater in March for a couple days.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And yeah, I think I'm trying to get back down to Orlando sometime this year to see some people from school and just, you know, try to maybe get some work done, some music done.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you have a studio at home where you can just focus on your work?
1: Yeah. I, I have a little makeshift home studio. I built a, a vocal booth for myself.
0: Wow.
1: Um, got some studio grade speakers. I just use my laptop for everything, but this is like the laptop that I got when I started school. So mm-hmm definitely has everything that i need to you know get done what i need to get done
0: that's amazing that's so cool to have your own little area in the house just to dedicate your music
1: yeah it's pretty it's pretty sweet i like you know it's hard for me to record stuff or like work on music by myself because like i feed a lot off of other people so you know it i work best when i'm with like someone else and like we're working together on something because like i can make a beat and be like hey what do you think of this like you know and they'll give me feedback like oh i think this is good but let's maybe fix that and then you know when it comes to recording like all right that take was good but let's try another one i think you can get more out of it so um but i still try to get stuff done by myself too just because you have to get something done
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure definitely you got to get something done Now, what advice could you give someone who's going through this process or starting to write music and want to become that musician? What can you give them?
1: My first piece, I have a few pieces of advice I can give people. So, like, my Mm -hmm. first piece would be definitely just keep working at it. If you think something's not good, then, you know, try to make it better. It, it It sounds vague and it sounds a little shallow, but, like, you know, if you think a certain lyric doesn't sound good, then, you know, just try different things. Try to make it better. Don't think like, all right, this is bad, so let me move on to something else. Or, you know, instead of leaving the problem, try to fix it, make it better. Um, don't ever get discouraged by someone who tells you no or someone that tells you that something's not good. Because, the opinion of one person is not the opinion of a million people so you know for every person that doesn't like one of your pieces of music or your piece of art or whatever it is there's going to be someone that does like it so you know just because one person doesn't like it don't let it discourage you and make you not want to do it anymore even if that person is someone that's really close to you or like really important in your life like in that case you know, make it so that they have to like it because you just blow them away. Um, Just keep on the grind. And it is a grind because it's hard, especially if you don't have a support system, it can be really hard because when you have those doubts or when you're looking for feedback and if you don't have it, it's very easy to fall into a trap of like, well, if I don't think it's good, then no one's going to think it's good, but you're really never going to know until you put it out. Mm -hmm. And if you're just starting, you should be putting stuff out a lot, put a lot of stuff out because that's the best way to get your name out there.
0: Well, I, that's a great advice. And you know, you're sharing your story would definitely help others as well in that situation. I really like how you said where you just got to keep putting, putting your name out there, keep putting out that content. And now with the era of social media of having YouTube, TikTok and Instagram, Facebook, um, it's like the world of endless possibilities to put yourself out there and your content.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so different than, you know, it may have been like 20 years ago to it's so much easier you know anybody can make a youtube account and put their you know cover of whatever song up or put their own original music up it's so easy and there's really no excuse to not be doing that if you're a new artist trying to get yourself out there because you're not going to get discovered you're not going to get people to hear you if you're not putting anything out Mm -hmm. you know it it's easy to go, you know, play in like a coffee shop and get, you know, a good response from there. Like, yeah, that's cool. But that's probably not the farthest that you want to go in this adventure. You know, everyone, no one starts something thinking like, Oh, I just want to be average, you know, (laughs) pro athletes don't say, Oh, you know, I just want to make a team and then I'm good. Or like, I just want to make a little bit of money. Like they want to win championships. They want to be the best in their sport. You know, they want to be known as one of the greatest of all time. There's, you know, it's just a fact. And you know, a musician, they, you know, we dream of selling out arenas and, you know, worldwide tours and Mm -hmm. Grammys or all these other awards. And you just have to have that mindset that like, it's not a dream it's something that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, you're, you're right. And I love how you're so open to all of this and taking for what it is and just keep pushing forward. You're obviously extremely hardworking and I can hear how passionate you are and it, it's amazing. And I wish you all, all the success in 2020 and many years to come. I hope you sell out arenas. I hope you're selling those albums because you're so passionate. You, you, you are loving what you're
1: doing. I appreciate that. And you know, there's also something like I've been through the, the I guess like the scenario of people not wanting to give me a chance Mm-hmm. because of, you know, maybe how I look or, you know, who I am or where I was at that point in my life. So uh, I always have an open mind for anything. When anyone shows me anything, you know, whether it be music or art or, you know, they're working on a movie or something like that, I'm always open and listening, watching, giving them feedback, telling them what I think and trying to help anybody in any way that I can. Cause I know what it's like when, Someone just tells you, oh, you're whack, you know, like, you should just stop. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Tell me why. Don't just say that I'm bad. Tell me why I'm bad. And then let me get better and show you that you're wrong. Let me prove you wrong.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's not the mindset we really have to um take anywhere besides music it's just day-to-day life and someone's telling you no you shouldn't be doing that you should you shouldn't be really taking their advice. well depending on what you're trying to do but in this case it's like no i'm gonna keep going this is what i love this is what i think is right this is what i'm gonna put out
1: exactly and you know it, it's just like it's just like with kobe bryant with with his uh with the mamba mentality mm-hmm you know, you got to give a hundred percent and then you got to give like another 50% on top of that, yep. at least, you know, and you have to go out there every day, no matter what you're doing. You know, if you're, if you're playing sports or you're making music, or even if you're just like working in an office or working at bank, you have to go in there every day and, you know, put your heart into it.
0: Yep, Exactly. <laughs> you are right that is so true you got to put your heart into it and everything that you want to do and to accomplish or if not then what
1: are we working towards exactly and especially like in the music industry if people see that you're not really interested in your own stuff or you don't have any faith in yourself then you're not going to go anywhere Mm -hmm. it's plain and simple um so you have to have that mindset like I'm going to be the best at what I do. I'm going to do everything to the best of my capability. And I'm just going to leave it all out there. I feel like
0: you have a voice of a a motivational speaker.
1: (laughs) I've been told that I'm, I'm very wise beyond my years.
0: Yes, that's for sure. I think that'd be another move for you eventually in the
1: future. I mean, I don't rule anything out. That sounds like a good possibility.
0: Because you do have a voice. I'm telling you, you got the voice to change people, motivate, help them heal or recover from something. You definitely do have the voice.
1: And it's definitely because I've been through a lot in my life too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just healing through, you know, whether it be heartbreak or, you know, a death or, you know, tragedies or something, anything really just coming out on top you know, it just makes you a better person. That's, I really want everybody to be the best version of themselves.
0: Well, Raymond, um, sorry, did I pronounce it right?
1: No, nah, you're good. It's, it's uh, Rain Man. Yeah. Rain man,
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's all right.
0: I, I'm blown away. Yes. You being such a young man and the way you speak and everything good for you. So mature, very passionate, hardworking, I congratulate you on all of that and the continuous success. I uh, hope 2020 like put it on the universe. It's it's going to be good for you. It will be, and you are welcome back anytime to the show if you want to promote something, um, if you even want to talk about any topic that's on your mind. I welcome you in open arms. I appreciate that. And where can my listeners find you? Tell us where your music's at so
1: we can take a listen. So I'm on all streaming services, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, everything. You know, um, Look up Rain Man, R-A-Y-N-M-A-N. Um, that's pretty much my artist page. You'll see my collab album with my friend, too, on there. Um, my latest project, The Grass Isn't Greener. It's a little five-song EP that's more R&B-oriented. Check that out for sure. I wrote that about, like, my last relationship. Facebook, I don't really have an artist page. I'm trying to get that set up soon. Twitter, at Real Rain Man. Uh, Instagram is rain underscore supreme. And that's pretty much where I'm at all the time. So, and I try to stay on social media recently because I'm trying to get this album done. <laughs>
0: don't worry if you got it on your page i will repost it for you so my listeners can you know dive into that definitely i appreciate your time and sharing your story and your journey with me and to my listeners everything is going to be in the show notes for you so you can definitely check out rayman and all his amazing music thank you again honestly
1: yeah thank you for having me it was awesome
0: and it's been a pleasure and to all my listeners out there thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me and that's all we have for now i'm anthony and i'm jessica with the beautiful feet podcast hey it's your boy bromart host of the bromart show hello everyone it's the coupon queen Pen from the cqp moments podcast what's up everybody this is your boy ken aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast hi this is stephanie valente your local massage therapist and you're are listening, you to, you listening to, to a little bit, bit of everything, everything? With, angelica. with angelica that's it for now and thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me hope you enjoyed this episode just don't forget to rate review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to are you enjoying a little bit of everything with me then buy me a coffee Yes, you heard right. Buy me a coffee. All the coffee you buy me will go towards new equipment, a backdrop for my YouTube channel, and continue to keep the podcast ad-free and obviously to keep going with weekly episodes. So buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Once again, it's ko-fi.com Slash everything with Ange, and that link will be in the show notes for you. And thank you for buying me a coffee and supporting the podcast.